Some brands choose to buy recognition. NGK would rather work for a living. Time after time, track after track, season after season, the engines that continually propel NHRA teams to victory often rely on NGK spark plugs. From factory stock cars to the top fuel class, we put our name on the line. And when we finish first, which happens a lot, we go back to work. Why? Because sometimes recognition can come with a price, but actions always speak louder than words. We earn it. We own it. That's what matters to us. NGK Spark Plugs, since 1936. Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Keep on till they can't ignore you. Put it up for the Wigan Warriors. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Racers and Rental Cars Podcast, where we talk everything motorsports marketing related, the ins and the outs, the do's and the don'ts, the turning lefts, going straights, the rumors and the gossips. We are here to entertain you in the world of motorsports. So Cameron Frey and I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for rating, review, subscribe, telling 10 of your closest friends. And let's get into this week's episode. What's up, West Coast Cam? Oh, not too much. Just uh, another beautiful Wednesday afternoon playing daddy daycare today. Other than that, just living the dream. Trying to be a race car driver like everybody else. <clears throat> How's that going? Is you ask? Um, I didn't, but you go ahead. Mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask, but go ahead. Yeah. I'm going to go with mediocre. So what it sounds like is, is you got a better chance of opening up a daycare than you do of being a freaking top field driver. Yeah. Hashtag asking for a friend. Yeah, pretty much. For at least the next month or so. Then we'll talk. <laughs> I really wish that, oh, board, that border would open up. That sure be nice. Just saying. Dude, it's coming. Anyway. All right, Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Racers and Rental Cars Podcast, where who knows which direction the train's going to go, but it's going to go anywhere but straight. Yeah, leave it Think at that because uh, I don't have enough beer in my fridge to continue that conversation. that's all right we're gonna get through it we are gonna talk about a little bit of everything going on in the world of motorsports on this memorial day weekend as we are dropping so hopefully you are listening to us while you are either dancing on your boat traveling we're a motorsports show (laughs) everybody's racing nobody's got a freaking boat except for me that's what i'll be doing dancing on my boat because i a, have nowhere to race, and B, no car to race. Same. So as I was saying, <laughs> so we hope that you are listening to our show while you're traveling to a race, at a race, hanging out with your friends by the pool, talking about racing, and absolutely positively hope that you take a moment, raise your adult cold beverage this memorial day weekend and remember those that have given the ultimate sacrifice so that people like cam myself and those of you listening to us can do what we do and not be made fun of no okay uh land of the free uh so yeah Uh, i i actually and i gotta i'm gonna go on this real quick before i forget because i had this conversation earlier today somebody kind of they sent me something and it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And I, I had to, had to correct. Okay. Memorial day is not for current military service members. It is for those loved ones that lost a loved one while serving in the military. Please do not thank current military service members past or present. If they are still here in mind, body and soul, because 
that is disgraceful, disrespectful to the ones that lost their life. And it is their Memorial Day. It is their holiday. So we had a, a big drawn out thing and had to do some clarification there. So hopefully, uh, hopefully it's not shocking news to most of the people that are listening. But I think to some people, it may also be. Uh, so, yes. So I had to get that out. That was uh, there. Well, rounding that out, when we're talking about America, I just wanted to give a big shout out to my wife, to my wife, who is now getting deported. A, well, I got some good <laughs> stories if you want to hear them. A certified American. Well, we as, knew she was certifiable. Yes, anyway, she's certified American now. She's an official U.S. citizen as of Tuesday. No, Monday. I'm sorry. As of Monday, she got herself some some good news. Okay, went to her interview. But I, I dude, okay, I'll give you the play by play if wanna, you want it. <laughs> I no, I just want to know what she got on the test. A hundred percent. Good for her. Now I'm yep. not going to make fun of her. Yep, she was nailing it. Oh wait, well hold on. Is she a citizen or is she a dual citizen? She is a naturalized citizen, but she also kept her Canadian citizenship, so she is also a dual citizen. Which tell her to pick a team. No way, because I'm going to be I'm going to be a dual citizen here before too long, as long as the paperwork goes through. You need to pick a team too. This ain't hell. racers and rental. We pick a side. What the hell? Hey, it is this time. You know, we may pick Switzerland. Uh, you know. Oh my God. You got to pick a side. <laughs> nah. That's the what, luxury, how that's you, the luxury how, of importing your wife, I guess. I, <laughs> that mail order stuff doesn't work. I'm just saying. Like a red, like a fine wine, I had to import her. But you know what's crazy? So I'll I'll talk a little bit about it because a couple people have asked. So um, when we went, I thought it was like, we're like, man, this seems kind of weird because there's like 20 people with the same appointment time as her. And they go, because of COVID, it's stupid. You got to like line up outside the court building and all this shit. So um, they like, they wouldn't let me in because of COVID. So I like, we, I went up there with her and then they like took her in the building and I couldn't go. So they said, Oh, it'll be like two hours. It'll take about two hours. I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting in the car, listening to some podcasts, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden these people start like trickling out like 25 minutes into like her being in there. And I'm like, Ooh, that's not good. One guy was crying. Another lady like walked out. The, the lady that was right in front of her walked out like 25 minutes after. Like, I'm like, oh God, like she's still in there. This is kind of weird. Like, and right as I, I thought that, this freaking immigration, border patrol, whatever, freaking SUV comes flying into the into the loading zone. And I'm like, oh fudge. Like, that's not good. <laughs> they're gonna take her she's gone she's gone i just know it like this is it this is it i'm gonna have to raise these kids by myself my wife's deported she's gonna be in jail for however long so anyway and i didn't hear anything none of those none of those thoughts went through your mind no they did actually because i like it was he came in hot dude and i'm like what the and it's the immigration building so i mean something obviously was going on and Angie's in there and I don't, I don't have contact with her. And so she, uh, she's in there. And finally, like after like an hour and 40 minutes, she texts me and says, Hey, I'm, I'm approved. I just, I'm getting sworn in today. So I'm, it's going to be a little bit longer. I'm like, Oh, okay. So, but yeah, but she was only one of two that they like her appointment was at 10 AM. And I mean, they have them like every 30 minutes or whatever, like that. You know, I mean, there's a bunch of people, one of two that they approved so far that day. Nice. Good for her. Yeah. And which is crazy. Like I thought it was like a slam dunk. Like once you get to that, like no problem. She said, well, I didn't know. Like, cause obviously I'm sure they had to pre-screen her. Right. I mean, they're not just going to go in there and be like, yeah, I guess you're okay. I mean, you got a, (laughs) like a golden heart with a cloud tattooed on your stomach. Cause you're a care bear. So I'm sure you're fine. We'll let you in. But like <laughs> that's not the way it works. Well, so she said this crazy. I'll tell you this one last part and then we'll move on. But 
the, she said the craziest part, like when she went in the first building, they said, okay, you have to take a number. Like, you know, those little machines where you take a number and they call your number like the DMV. And she said, she pulled the number and there was like 10 people in front of her. She sat down, not 30 seconds later, some guy comes out and goes, Angelina, come with me. And she's like, Hmm, that's not good. Come to the second floor, please. Like right away. And she's like, Oh man. Anyway, the guy ended up being the immigration officer happened to be a drag racing fan and a fan of Canadians. So, I mean, pretty, pretty much was a slam dunk for. So is that right? Nailed it. Yeah. She's like, I guess the officer was like, Hey, you should totally F with your husband that's sitting in the parking lot and say that you failed and blah, blah, blah. She's like, you know what? Honestly, if I text him that he would probably have a nervous breakdown and pass out in the parking lot. So I don't think I wish you do that. He goes, mm, yeah, maybe not. It's not a good idea. So anyway, I was conversation with your wife for her to be telling people that if she texts you something that you're going to pass out. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, all right, Sally, let's come up with something else. Like you're going to give birth to a cow or something. I don't know. Let, yeah. but let's not pass out. Okay. Anyway. So we are in America house now. So. No, you're not. Yes, we are. Duals, dual citizenship does not count. <laughs> Don't tell her that. She was I'm flying. telling her right now. She'll be listening on Saturday. She was flying I'm that America me, flag. You, no, no. Angelina, go turn in your Canadian passport. <laughs> Denounce Canada as your primary citizenship. Yes, I know your parents are going to disown you, but you got to pick a side. It's not going to happen. <laughs> nice try. I know, but it's, the, but it's still fun to she, get it. Was, oh, one last thing. She's getting ready in the morning. And uh, for one of her push presents, she has a, a, a necklace that I had made for her. That is, it's shaped in a Canadian maple leaf and has Jet's birthstone in the middle of it. She's like, do you think I should wear this? I'm no. Like, Hell no. And she's like, because she was having like a real hard time like letting go of Canada because she's like, pro Canada like she loves Canada and um, I'm like she still loves Canada because she's a dual citizen I know she still loves it she, she'll always but I'm like yeah don't wear that that's not a good she's like are you sure is that weird like I, I haven't taken it off in two and a half years and I'm like nope don't wear it don't wear it oh, <laughs> not up in here man. yeah because oh, she, she had you're, you're supposed to like denounce your you're uh yes yeah yes you yeah. say the pledge of allegiance <laughs> <laughs> i hey she not, sings I american and canadian national anthems at national events so she knows what's up she can be dual yeah singer. you cannot say i pledge allegiance to the united states of america and canada sure you don't you get can. to say <laughs> 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 oh all right, all our Canadian friends north of the border that are going to make fun, make sure to send that to hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com. And I promise you that I will have Angie respond for you. <laughs> yeah. She could be the guest yeah. responder. <laughs> for, yeah, in Canuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nonetheless. Do you nonetheless, speak Canadian? Moving on. Yeah, no. Hey. Of course, eh? Can I have a beer? Yeah. <laughs> can I get a beer, eh? All right, Let, let's get into it. What you got for me? We've joked. We've, been, we've made fun of Angie. I don't. Let's. How about we talk? I mean, so this is like not really breaking news since it's like Wednesday and we're recording, and it'll come out Saturday. But um, can we get a little pump the brakes action going on in the world of NASCAR for everybody crucifying? Chase Elliott's spotter in the social media world today. Uh, I, I guess Eddie DeHaan. Could you fill me in with the Cliff Notes version? Because, um, Don, um, you are our NASCAR correspondent for this show. So do tell. Well, well Eddie DeHaan, I guess, uh, had an altercation in September of 2020. And... Uh, has been, I guess he was arrested or whatever, uh, on the misdemeanor charge of physical assault of a female uh, whom was pregnant. 
I think I think she was then. I'm not. It's kind of you gotta you gotta really. The, there's so many pieces of the the news story that are coming out. You know, it's only only uh, it's only been since September uh, <laughs> that the altercation happened. But now all of a sudden in the media, because of charges and COVID and blah 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 blah, we are crucifying the man. Um, and Slow there's news of day. course. Yeah, very much so. Especially after Chase Elliott just won this past weekend in Austin. They were probably uh, waiting nonetheless, for that. that could have been, maybe. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, NASCAR and Henrik Motorsports, obviously, in their due, in in their, uh, let's say, their process, standard operating procedure, have uh, suspended Mr. DeHaunt for, uh, they, I've seen indefinitely and under further investigation i've seen a bunch of different wording uh in the twitterverse that's been going on so nonetheless though uh the crucifixion that goes on in society man you i hope and pray that none of you ever do anything wrong that's going on out there with the keyboard warriors and the thumb the thumb degrees that everybody's got uh, it's just been brutal reading some of the stuff that people post. And I'm like, you do know this is a successful man that has a family. There's two sides to every story. Um, I, people are ruthless. Wow. Dude. Ruthless. I, I, so yeah. So I'm, I'm a little perturbed this evening. I just, if you're not keeping up with it, I hope that you go back. It's Saturday when this is coming out. So I'm sure that you're going to have to search for it because it'll be buried way down uh, in news reports uh, by the time Saturday gets around. But uh, keep keep your eye on that story. I'm very interested to see what kind of backpedaling goes on between NASCAR and Hendrick Motorsports, if there is any. Uh when all and everything comes out, it's been said that there's a video of said female slapping Mr. DeHaunt before he pushed her away from him. And that's, that's kind of, that's where I want to see. I want to see, um, I want to see this said video. If it comes out and it's been leaked that, that she gave him a, a pretty good doozy uh, a couple times. And I think it was like what I've been told. It was the third time is when Mr. DeHaunt was like, okay, stop, stop yourself. And I want to, before anybody asks, there was no alcohol. It, it appears there was no alcohol involved and it was involving a jet ski rental. <laughs> okay. There. That, well, now I just, <laughs> that, just everybody makes off. It, that just makes it so much better. So much better because I can't stand jet skis and jet ski rentals. That's amazing. Shut up. You honey, Huntington beach. I can't stand them as a boat owner. I can't stand them. No one, no one looks cool ever rolling up to the sandbar or wherever on a fucking sea do being like, Hey guys, can I play here too? I'm sorry. It's just not cool. Same. All right, folks, you can send all those comments to uh, pretentious Cameron Foray at hate mail at racers and rentalcars.com. Ooh, look at me. I got a boat. Take your jet ski. Get the hell away from no, me. No, I okay, just, right, they're, they're not, they're <laughs> extremely dangerous because the people that generally have them or rent them have never been on such a thing. And they're just a hazard, like, especially out here at the river because it's really crowded. And they just cause a lot of problems. I mean, I guess if you're responsible with them, I mean, they're fine. I mean, yes, I've ridden them. I, I grew up riding CDs, bro. But th- I just I just can't. And they're so expensive now. I mean, you can fuck. You could buy some serious boats for the price of some of these things now. They're literally the size of a boat. So that's what I'm getting Nah, so I was just, you know, I thought maybe we were going to clarify on the maturity level. No, you know, like, oh maybe, no, maybe no, ir- no, maybe irresponsible level. You know, like somebody that only drives part time or something like that. Ooh, <laughs> this guy. 
<laughs> hey, you're looking pretty part timer there, Mister Shoulder Surgery. Hey. <laughs> I, hey, look, we're gonna have to step our game up. I need some sound buttons. I we gotta talk to Brian. I need some stuff. Yeah, we need like the audience clapping and everything. Like right now, that was a. I've been waiting to throw something like that out there, and just had to kick the door open. All right, so moving right but along. Speaking, let's, okay, what, no, I don't want to move on. I got one more thing about this. This is kind of related. Did you see on Facebook? The video of some short track race in, I don't know, it was like Carolina or somewhere East Coast. And there's a fight in the pits. And this girl is wailing on that poor fool with a freaking torque wrench just going to yes. town. Like, oh, my. I mean, okay, it's one thing to get in a fight. But, like, don't start, like, trying to kill the fool over a short track race. That was wild. Yeah. I did. I did see that. And last week I actually read on, on Twitter that that by people that attend fans that attend that event, that facility, that was not the first time that those race teams have fought this year. Let alone. I heard somebody got like charged with like felony assault or something. I'm pretty sure she did by all rights. Cause I mean that, I mean, it's one thing to throw a punch, right? But Dude, if you're wailing on somebody with a freaking torque wrench, you could kill somebody if you hit them in the right spot. You well, know, you, you hey, you you can tell that you're not a lawyer. That was did you not watch it? It's completely and utterly if you if you really I guess somebody could probably sell it this way in court. It was premeditated. Oh yeah. Because she stopped, watched what was going on, looked around, saw it. I'm went over, picked yeah. it up, picked it up, and then went to town. Yeah, like here's an idea. Like she, yeah. <laughs> it's not like she came running up from over, you know, and said, Oh, let me just grab whatever I can grab. She stopped. Everybody else is fighting. She's looking around. And it wasn't like, hey, her. get off of me. Like, I'm gonna hit you with this no. torque crunch. It was like, I'm over the top of you, just freaking wailing on she you. She was on that guy's back. She yeah. was wailing it. Yeah. So yeah. So no. It. But yeah. I was reading that it is not the first time that those teams have had altercations. Let's just say that. That's crazy. They, uh, what 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 did uh, Ron White, the comedian, say? They knew each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. It still doesn't justify it, but okay. <laughs> Woo. Man, how about them apples? Boom. All okay. Right, what else well, you got for me for Coda? Everybody was bitching about the rain or something, right? Uh, I guess we'll just stick with NASCAR. Yeah, wow, I mean, this is a NASCAR event. segment. Okay. I Look, all I can say is, one, I hope they go back. Two, I hope they don't race in the rain. And three, man, those accidents that they had, just holy cow. It was rough. And, of course, the fans just – giving them the business uh, of how upset they were about the event. I, from was it a because of the rain? Oh, absolutely. Man, there was some torrential downpours. And then they had standing water in, in areas, and, and it was just brutal. Uh, Kevin Harvick coming out after his accident, talking about uh, he felt unsafe in a race car. Uh, wow. That's not. I mean, good. if you're if if you're if you're a if you're a NASCAR champion, and you come out and say, "Hey, I felt unsafe in my race car," and you're a race car driver, wow! All right, that's going to get some attention, uh, which obviously it did because today, Wednesday, the NASCAR tested some flaps, as they uh, announced on with rain tires in Richmond. So uh, hmm. there was some testing going on for that. So we'll see. But I was I love the fact of how many turns the race was. Uh, it would have been nice that it would have been dry uh, because that I think that area, Austin, Texas, I think it just has a great demographic potential uh, marketing opportunity for a lot of different companies and new sponsors to come into the sport. Austin's a very diverse area. I mean, you're talking about dive bars over here and high-end restaurants over there, and they're all within, 
you know, a couple miles of each other. Uh, very diverse demographic base in Austin. So I, mean, I hope we know I hope I'm that no it comes NAS- back. Yeah, I'm no NASCAR guy, but I did watch the highlights on Peacock because Jet wanted to watch NASCAR <laughs> today, believe it or not. And uh, it w- I mean, it, it looked pretty interesting. I'll say that. But I mean, I thought it was cool that they went there, first of all. I thought that was cool. I mean, the rain, I mean, if it's raining a little bit, yeah, that's one thing. But like if the drivers are feeling extremely unsafe, that's that's another story. So, I mean, that sucks. I hope, I hope it doesn't let the wind out of the sails for the whole, like that area, because yeah, I think, I think that's a great market and hope. And then obviously the facility is second to none. So hopefully they'll go back. Yeah. I I hope so too. I I mean, obviously it's like anything else. Uh, Marcus Smith, the SMI team, they're all going to, they're going to, they will make it better it will get better they you know they're not going to drop the ball on it and it let it let it go backwards at least so but let's segue out of that in in from drivers blasting the racing organizations and let's talk about the differences of what went on in houston for nhra which was just you know over there from where the nascar guys were in austin they have a race in houston this weekend they did oh okay good to know you didn't watch no i did (laughs) (laughs) so so nhra gonna start the week off with huge or i'm sorry the week the segment off with big kudos big kudos to nhra and the houston raceway park management they made the call early in the week for some of the sportsman classes stay home we have no place for you. We've gotten so much rain. Please don't come. So that was any time that you can keep racers from the early. And I say this, right? The majority of racers, anytime you can keep the majority of racers and allow them to save some money in advance, I, whether it's one day, two day, three day, whatever notice you give them and you can give them a chance to save, save some money in advance. Kudos for you. I think that's outstanding job by the leadership uh, on both sides, the organization and the property owner uh, in Houston raceway park. So great. No, job. I think that's awesome. Cause they've had like major, that's one of the ones where everybody gets stuck, right? Yeah. 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 yeah so, there, I mean, there's good a for them. There. But what's funny is the people that still showed up, the classes that they had that I guess were probably parked on the asphalt, were still complaining. Yeah, we still there was still some issues, uh, and I think that's where I kind of want to look at the differences for for us as organizations when you kind of sit back and you look at it and you say, okay, uh, NASCAR drivers come out, and it's like the only time you hear them really go after the organization is when it's safety or, or, you know, something to do with their safety or tearing up race cars, right? The package or whatever, then they're, they're really talking it. It's something about us in the drag racing world where we're different and we complain about things that, and we, and we complain about them out loud, social media wise, and they become consistent and it's kind of, you know, it's just tough. I mean, again, facility-wise, it's tough. And there are things that go on, and no, it shouldn't. You'd like to think that it's not going to happen. It is going to happen. There are going to be times where things are just ridiculous. Um, and I don't know that I don't know that being vocal is always the right answer. No, it's in social media world. I, I I'm not saying that it's, I'm not saying that it's not warranted sometimes, but you know, when you start evaluating and you look at it all the way across the board and you say, okay, is everybody else dealing? I mean, like, am I the only one? Is this only affecting me? Well, no. Okay. Well, is it only affecting a few? Yes, probably. Okay. So what do we do? You, you, you know, I, I don't know. There's just, and it happens all the time, all over the country at, at facilities. Anytime weather is involved 
and it impacts the grounds. It's, it's, it's a no win for everybody. Can't please them all. No. And, and you know, you just have to kind they of figure out your where best, you, fall. you can do your best to please the majority. No, you know, and Hey, again, right. So there was a conversation about, um, brought up to me, um, I guess, I guess because I think everybody thinks because Dai's gone that I have all this time now to like entertain these, these comments or the what if scenarios or the barroom napkins and stuff. And so riddle cool. me this, I, Don. I, no, yeah, right, right. Riddle me this. I'm going to run something by uh, right now. Yeah. Hey, hey, are you busy? No. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here. So if everybody remembers right, during 19, we went to Norwalk because of rain because of the ground, and it was a shortened show. The sportsmen were left out of it, and it was alcohol and factory stock showdown. Just same format that we just had in Houston last week, uh, along with top sportsman and top dragster and comp that attended. So you have to know if you're in one of those classes, right? Fox and NHRA are there for pro stock, top fuel, and funny car. TV drives everything. TV drives everything. It drives it in NASCAR. It drives it in F1. It drives it in IndyCar, and it drives it in drag racing. And you, you have to understand where you go with your role. And, you know, and for the people that are going to send me emails or messages and say, well, that's why I race, you know, uh, the Southeastern Chuckle Association. Okay, great. Because they, they take, they don't have TV. They don't have multi-million dollar sponsorship deals. They don't have TV time involved. There are so many things that drive that. And we have to understand our place. And that's, I mean, I've been shoved down in front of the grandstands not once but twice at Charlotte before on a clear blue day because TV time dictates. And, I mean, I hate it for the teams. I saw some teams' photos in the mud, alcohol guys. Man, I, I hated to see that. That's that's bad. If you're in the grass on a clear blue day, I get it, right? We all run out of space. We all end up having to be in the grass at some point. But, man, there were some of those photos that that I was like, man, I really didn't want to see that. But They the also time, could have withdrawn. To, don't go. You know what I mean? You, don't you know, risk your I, vacation. I saw there was a certain comment that somebody was talking about vacation time and – this and that, which I totally agree with because that's what I have to do a lot of times too. I got to take vacation days or whatever. If there is a rain out, I mean, yes, it sucks, but they, the NHRA can't predict the weather. And again, when you're racing in a class that is a working man's class, if you got to go home, it shouldn't be that important to you. Go home, go make your hey, money. Let's talk about going home, right? Pulling the plug. When the number one qualifier in factory stock showdown loads his stuff up and leaves because he's got, he's got other business. Good for him. You can't say, uh, you know what I mean? I, everybody's got to make decisions. Well, right? look at Jim so, Dunn. Look, look at the Jim Dunn team. They didn't, they were a no show for first round on Monday or was it Monday or Tuesday? It was Monday. Monday. Um, my days are all mixed up. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously there was a business commitment somewhere there. I mean, and they're a professional team. So whatever was happening on Monday was way more important or financially better Impacting. for them. Yeah. For them to just say, you know what, we'll just take our qualifying money and try another day. Right. Right. And, and that's we okay. All have I, re to make I respect that. Uh, what's that silly? It's not silly, but it's it's valid. Um, you can't be a victim if you're a volunteer. Yep, there you go. 
And so I, I, we all have to make those decisions. And I get it. Everybody's got different circumstances. That's why I, I think it bothers me so much that the back and forth that goes on, it's like. It's like everybody's it's like just, me, just me, 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 me. It's like we're in some sort of spin, wash, r- recycle. It's spin, wash, rinse, or how, whatever that silly phrase is. Uh, repeat, whatever. It does just make decisions and, and live by them. I, I mean, heck, we've been to national events before. Knew it was going to rain, still showed up, didn't make a lap, and spent four days sitting there. To have the plug pulled to go somewhere else. Uh, but we could have stayed home. You know, you, it's the chance you take. It's the game we play. Um, I just, I don't know. I think when it goes on in social media world, it, it uh, one, I think it turns the sanctioning body, whomever it may be, off from listening, right? Or being willing to work. Or help at that point. I think sometimes uh, there was, I'm trying to remember somebody, uh, there was more uh, in, and in no way, shape or form is that this conversation directed at one person. There were multiple comments, photos, mentions, message board forms. There were multiples from other people. Uh, so I'm not focusing or singling out anyone. I'm saying as a whole, uh, instead of us trying to tear down, uh, currently the the largest racing organization that we have to compete with for drag racing, we should be trying to do our best to, uh, to help and assist grow, be positive. You know, I, I don't know. It may, maybe some of these people did try to pull out and NHRA said, no, we're not going to give you a transfer uh, even before, you know, maybe it was after the deadline. So maybe they had another reason to be upset. You know, but I would think, I would think NHRA would be a little more understanding if you went to them and say, "Hey, look, I'm going to go ahead and withdraw because I don't want to unload my stuff in the mud and work in it all weekend. So if you'll authorize a transfer, we'll pull out of here." Right. I, I can't. I can't see somebody going. Oh no! no, no, no. Um, so, but I could be wrong again. So if I am, send me a hate mail at racersandrollcars.com. With that being said, that is a good segue into, you know, things are for sale, Don. Things What's for are, sale? Things are for sale. Buildings. Ah, yeah. Certain yeah. buildings. Yeah, we, you know, we missed that last week in our show. Um, and I think, I think if I would have commented last week when it first came out, it might have had some sort of resemblance of, oh, chicken little, the sky's falling. Uh, but after a few days to like sit back and think and, and just kind of outside analyze, not having any conversations with anyone, uh, there were a couple things about it that, you know, made me kind of raised eyebrow, hand on chin type deal. In HRA, it looks like they are restructuring their assets. And I think when somebody, you know, if you think back any period of time of any company in business world and they go through any sort of recession or restructure, you know, they have to restructure, right? You have to figure out what you can live without, uh, what you have to have and so forth and move on. And, and, and resources includes people, and property assets and so forth. And so NHRA, as you can tell, right, Atlanta Dragway took no time at all to sell that. Um, I honestly don't, and I could be wrong, but I don't think losing Atlanta Dragway impacts NHRA drag racing as a whole. No. That's me. I'm sure the guys in Division Two in the Southeast probably disagree with me because they had a division on a national in their backyard there. Um, I'm sorry for that. I hate it. Sorry, Cody and the team down there. Uh, but I, I don't, I just don't think right now that's a, that's a, a downfall for an HRA move. Yeah. 
Right. The NHRA selling, putting, or I shouldn't say this, NHRA placing their property on the selling block in Glendora, their headquarters, while also mentioning in the ad interest in leasing space. So, you know, I did have somebody text me and said, hallelujah, finally, they're all going to move to Indy. And I thought, not based off of that, la- you know, that little paragraph blurb in there about certain people aren't moving, aren't moving to Indy. No. So here's the deal no. on that. Being a California homeowner, resident of California, <laughs> the real estate market in California right now is out freaking rageous. Like, I mean, it's ridiculous. So, and people are making money hand over fist. I mean, these how like prime example houses in my neighborhood are going for a hundred thousand dollars over the asking over the ridiculous asking price cash offers. Like, I don't know where these people are getting their money, but whatever. Amen to them, but it's just everything. So people are spending money and that's great. So they're probably thinking, Hey man, let's, let's just, let's dip out and off this. I even know people personally that are doing, they have their houses for sale or whatever, just because they're like, I'm like, well, what are you doing? Oh, we're just going to sell it and make some money and go do something else. So that's probably all they're doing. And then also Indy's giving them that big tax break, supposedly, to move the majority of their corporate office there. So all they got to do is, because that, I don't know if you've ever been there, Don, but in in the NHRA building in Glendora, they have a huge studio. Like, I mean, they got a lot of money and probably invested into that studio and like the archives for all the footage and stuff. So I'd be willing to bet that they'd try to keep some of that and then, you know, make like, you know, keep a couple offices or rent a small little office building because rent would probably, you'd have to, you'd have to pay a lot of rent to make up what you would be losing in profit for that building. Cause I'm sure it's probably paid for. So they're probably, you know, the executives are probably making a smart decision and then, yeah, they're probably given the option like, yeah, do you want to, do you want to work from Indy or do you want to work from home? I know some people that work at NHRA that have actually stated that they now work from home. So there's really no reason for them to go into the office. So why have a big ass building? That is one thing that COVID has done in my personal opinion has shown that so many people can still function and do all this stuff at home and get just as much shit done as they would in the office, if not more sometimes. So why have this big old building when you don't, you don't need it. So, I mean, I don't see it being a scary thing at all. I mean, but that's just my opinion. No. And I, I see it as a smart play. I mean, if you need money, do it. Somebody wants to come buy my house by all rights. Let's do it. No. And I, I think that it's a good thing. I I mean, be smart, reorganize yourself. So however you may need to do it. Right. And, and move forward. Um, yeah, the whole sky's falling, chicken little uh, approach. Uh, I'm out on that. I again, I think it's a great thing. I honestly, from right from a management standpoint, being centrally located in the United States, like some place like Indy, I think is more feasible. Now, whether or not that means okay. Again, the employment staff, I know they keep a lot of the trucks and trailers in Florida, Gainesville. I know they're, they, you know, equipment and so forth at different locations across the country. I'm sure there's some logistical challenges that are still out there that probably kind of have to be managed or looked at that could be streamlined, if you will, apply some Lean Six Sigma principles and so forth. But I don't think that it's, again, I don't think it's a bad thing. NHRA is not going under. Uh, I think it'll be a good thing. And anytime companies can get a little reorganization under, sometimes they can come out better than they were before and hopefully that is what we will start to see as a, quite, a, quite a few of us out here need NHRA to continue to move forward, right? And like jump 
like get up here, let's catch up, get out of the mustard and catch up. So uh, we we kind of need that. So yeah, so yeah, well we'll see what happens. I think it'd be awesome if if the headquarters is in Indy. I think that'd be great and so forth, except for the people that are out there that live in California and work in Glendora, and they probably don't really want to move. <laughs> well, they probably so aren't because they'll work remotely. Yeah. So that's, yeah. So the days of, okay, the corporation's moving, you got to move too. Those are really gone. I think, I don't think we have to worry about that. I don't, I just, I missed it by like two years. Damn. Yep. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, but definitely so. So we move on with that. That takes care. That should take care of the NHRA world. Is there Other anything we're missing some out guy, there? Some guy that you may have heard of. His name's like Barton, Date, Date, David, David Barton, something like that. One, like two Wallies uh, or something in like eight days. I don't know. It's kind of cool. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, set the one, the comp eliminator at Charlotte, the NGK, NTK four wads in factory stock super modified. First time a factory stock showdown car has ever won comp. So Barton picked that up and then made the trek to Houston Raceway Park, waited around till Monday and decided to snap Aaron Stanfield's round win streak of like 26 or 28 round. I don't know. Like, I think it's the record uh, in factory stock showdown. Um, and just he Stanfield and Barton had a huge final round matchup. I mean, you're talking about – you know, number two in the world in Barton last year, number one in the world, Stanfield, last year. Both of them premier engine builders in the factory stock showdown class. Uh, and for both of them to be in Copo Camaros, go GM, Chevrolet Performance. Uh, but it was just an epic deal. And for Barton, Barton Stanfield just had a Goliath match in the finals. And Barton was able to come out on top, picked up second Wally, Second different class this year in eight days, so uh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's he. It, you know, if we had a if we had the killer of the week award, uh, we I, I'm pretty sure we'd have to give it to him. Pretty <laughs> sure. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, all right. Did that wrap up? That's your moment HRA? of the week. It is. It should be our moment of the week. We need to get somebody like you know. I'm old. Maybe we could get the Bengay moment of the week. He's on a heater. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, I'm close to 50. Watch out. Oh boy. I'm, hey, hey, I'm going to get AARP to be on this show soon. You have no idea. Please do because no the idea. electric bill hasn't been paid in like three months. <laughs> because <laughs> we keep spending our own money and investing back into y'all as racers because we're trying to get you fools to download this stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I guess we could talk about <laughs> I guess we'll talk about yeah, let's, uh, uh, We got some no, cool news. Hey, man, we got yes. somebody reached out to us over there at the old Funny Car Chaos, and we really like what they're doing. And um, they said they needed some help with the C field, of all things, for uh, the, Eddieville, right? the Eddieville event. And uh, we were, Don and I at Racers and Rental Cars, were more than happy to uh, kick in some cash to the C field for their next event. Uh, actually, I think it's next weekend. Um, so yeah, we're uh, proud sponsors of funny car chaos now. So that's pretty exciting in the world of racers and rental cars. So I, I mean, I feel kind of good, yeah. like, especially if it's the C field, like that's like legit, like, Hey man, you didn't make the A, you didn't make the B, but how about the C? I mean, I've been that guy before, so I got, hey, you. Thanks I got for you coming. People. Yeah. I, thanks for coming, putting in the effort, being part of the show, putting on a show, right? 100%. Out there, Eddieville, new racetrack. I mean, just legitimately, there's been so much money has been invested into that facility. So, I mean, heck yeah. I mean, dude, I need, I, I'm like stoked. I hope that I see a, uh, a Nitro Funny Car with a Racers and Rental Cars podcast decal on the side of it uh, in the C field. I mean, that's what I want to see. That's what I'm. That's, that's what I'm talking about on flow racing, of, of course, of all places. Hell so, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm stoked about that. It, yeah, it we is, might get like yeah. six extra downloads out of it. So hell yeah. I, 
It's an eight car field. Really so good. if we could if we could at least get the whole C field to just download one episode, we'd be in like an extra eight downloads. So that would put us up to like twenty eight. Right. Totally. <laughs> and so I mean the ROI that works. Absolutely. I mean, for for what we gave versus what we get for return, I mean, I'm down. That, that's just good math right there. I mean, we're we're executing what we preach. That's what we're doing. We're executing <laughs> what we preach. There you go. We're we're investing into seeing if this whole like race car marketing thing works, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so if it doesn't and and the lights go off and we have no electricity to charge our laptops after like next weekend, you knew why. We we went all right. in on the sea field for the funny car chaos and the Heartland Park Topeka bracket race is happening in the summer. So between those two yes. events, we're pretty much broke. So, um, yeah, you guys should, <laughs> you guys should please buy yourself a hoodie or a t-shirt or for God's sake, just buy a sticker or something. Yes. Buy a coffee cup. You know, I, I mean, we haven't gotten to the point yet where we're going to set up GoFundMe pages for our podcast, but <laughs> we're, we're, we don't have anybody sending us any more beer right now. So Coors Light, if you're listening, um, I'm about out of the Coors Organic version. Uh, so feel free to send that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We lost well, our I beer mean, sponsorship. It, it, so a few homies out there in Alaska are still listening. <laughs> um, right. And you haven't frozen to sure. death quite yet. Um, look us up. Or oh, you thought out. Sh- yeah, well, you're thought out. So that way, uh, if you haven't gotten eaten out. by a bear, um, yeah, we'd <laughs> we'd love some more of that uh, that lovely beer. So, Alaskan yeah. brew, yes, very much so. No, but yeah, totally looking forward to it. Uh, Heartland Park, uh, Travis and his team out there having a big money bracket race right before the NHRA uh, West Central Division Five race that's going to roll in the following week. The double the double at Topeka. So they're going to have a big money bracket race the week prior to that. And we're fortunate enough to uh, be a part of Travis's show for the racers and rental cars podcast, along with the funny car chaos. I don't care who you are. If you're a company and you're involved with nitro funny car and old school funny car at that, that's sick. I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked about it. I'm just bummed. I'm not going to that one. I wish I was because they're, they're cool events. Yep. You'll be watching on flow just like me. Yep. Be watching on flow. Got for that. sure. Looking for that logo. Listen for that. Listen for those PA announcements. Absolutely. I hope I, so. I just hope I they hope show it. like a when they when they do like, you know, Seafield sponsored by Racers and Rental Cars, Stupid Fast Racing and and all the rest of them. If if they like pan in the in the in the like pits or like on the stands or whatever and they're like you can see the light bulb go off in somebody's head like, "Oh, I'm going to get on my phone right now and download Racers and Rental Cars podcast. That sounds like a great idea. A, There's an oil down, so let's all listen to these fools. Absolutely. Yes. That's a, Hey, that's going to be our next thing. The next company that calls us up and wants us to sponsor something, we're going to need to make sure that you're getting automatic downloads for us as part of our sponsorship <laughs> deal. So if you're yeah. during oil downs. We want the Zamboni wrapped in Racers and Rental Cars. <laughs> so that way, when they're doing the oil cleanup, you can see that. And yes, yes, and it's mandatory if you're sitting in the stands, you have to download an episode. The heck, pretty, I want to play our episode. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That's a, I want them to play it while they're at the racetrack. Absolutely. How can you not have racers and rental cars not be on a Zamboni? Hello. Yep. NHRA, Ned, Josh, I'm just letting you know. Don't be upset at Norwalk if you look over and your Zamboni's got a Racers from Real Cars podcast sticker on it. Don't be upset. Don't be upset. You that heard mug, it that mug's the one for the full wrap. Are you kidding me? Bader's all. Oh, over. that would call yeah, Evan. I, I did. I'm calling Evan. I'm gonna talk to Evan tomorrow. I'll say, Evan, you got to get a wrap for the Zamboni. <laughs> oh, really? What? You got a new sponsor for me? Yeah, no. Oh, it's actually gonna be a free sponsorship. <laughs> <It's pretty awesome>. But <laughs> um, you know, we may pay for the wrap. And potentially yeah, insulation if we can afford it. But um, here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. <laughs> these are how all these deals happen. Hey, speaking of that, how about I want to do? I do want to give a shout out to Barstool Sports. Uh, Keith McGee, uh, a military veteran, disabled military veteran, lost his sponsor uh, four days before the Charlotte race, which if I'm not mistaken, I think the truck series is actually Friday. So it'll be after this, but, 
Uh, he made a social media post and was picked up by Barstool Sports. And they retweeted it, shared it. And the next thing you know, the guy has got sponsors to, to be able to attend the truck race uh, at Charlotte Memorial Day weekend. Of course, it's Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Marcus Smith, SMI, they do it up large and in charge at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Fort Bragg will be involved. The helicopters, the soldiers, the cannons got all of it happening. And Keith McGee was able to get his sponsorship deals put back together so that he could attend. So I just want to give a shout out to the Barstool Sports guys uh, for going out of their way on social media and making that happen. That's awesome. Good for them, man. That's killer. All right, dude. I'm sitting here looking at an empty shop, which means all of my stuff is actually stuffed in this new trailer. And I am actually going to go spin some wheels this weekend. Not real sure what my expectations or level of performance are going to be other than the fact that I'm going to go start out by spinning some wheels. So uh, to everybody else out there in the Raceland area. You've been spinning your wheels since the first grade, man. Dude, who are you telling? You've been talking to my old school teachers? Jesus. Uh, But hey, I do hope everybody has a great Memorial Day weekend. I am... uh, Pulling the plug. I'm out of here. Cam, you can close it out. Remember, take a moment, pause, lift your glass up to the sky for the reasons why we're allowed to be free in the land of the free and home of the brave, greatest country in the world, United States of America. And that's for all you guys down there in Australia who are getting all upset right now and all the people that I made upset about the dual citizenship in Canada. <laughs> 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 Don's making, I Don's making friends this weekend on this episode. That's it. Making I, friends. I, I, got, I got nothing else. I had a drill sergeant tell me one time, O'Neill, I am EO friendly. I was like, oh, yeah? He was like, yes, I hate everybody equally. <laughs> I was like, all right. Okay. I get it. I like it. It's kind of stuck with me. I, I hate everybody. I used, it's funny. I used to say that all the time. Yeah. I hate everyone equally. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, Don't feel like you're special. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, with I that, am done. Well, we'll disconnect, man. So I can, you know, thank all of our awesome sponsors that allow us to continue to do this, this uh, jumbled mess of dumpster fire podcast. But uh, yeah, a major shout out and thank you to NGK, NTK, um, KNN filters, and now oil. Check yourself out over there with the K&N oil. Uh, Heartland Park, Topeka, and their big bracket race is happening uh, before the divisional. Make sure you uh, add that to your list of calendar events and Funny Car Chaos. We appreciate uh, you reaching out, and uh, we are more than happy to, uh, to spread the love and see if this whole marketing thing works at all. So it's all your fault if we don't have 28 downloads next week. Um, aside from that, a uh, big shout out to our homie, Alex Dreiler. Um, If you guys are, if racers and rental cars, isn't, you know, all the end all be all things that you're looking for in the world, you should check out Alex Dreiler's, uh sponsorship seminars and stuff like that. He has, he's been doing it for a zillion years and super cool cat. And uh, you may learn a thing or two. So check it out. Other than that, I'm off to the river. Oh, oh yes. You, you in the back. I forgot. Okay. I kind of forgot. I'm sorry. Ricky. 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 Thanks for all. Ricky, thank you for all your social media push this week. From yes, we love it. We actually got like a bump. We had like 43 downloads this week between, uh, you know, Don, myself, Ricky, and all of his family members. We, we, I, we almost Ricky, hit. Ricky, we're getting close to 50. I'm telling you, Ricky. <laughs> Ricky, thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. And uh, again, I'm still waiting on the ballet, uh, drifting, uh, ice whatever. Ice dancing. Ice, ice dancing. Yeah, still waiting on that. But no matter what, Ricky, thank you very much for everything you did, uh, being a good guest, promoting us on social media. So with that, I really am leaving right now. I'm hitting the gong, grabbing the hook. I'm out of here. You're hitting the what? Hitting the hook. Don't you remember the gong show? They had the hook. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I live in California, so things it, it sounded like something else. But anyway, on that note, I'm out of here. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
The track, the drag strip, the desert challenge. Cane infiltration is found wherever there's racing. It teaches us what works. Every mile of lessons go into every cane infilter, so every filter can go to the finish. Special discounts on KN air, oil, and cabin filters. Available at participating resellers and on KNFilters.com. Thank you for downloading this episode of Racers and Rental Cars. This episode has been brought to you in part by Streetway Marketing and Media, Voice America for all of your podcasting needs, KN Air Filters, Manscaped.com, CBDMD, Motion Raceworks, and LB Trailer Sales. Be sure to use the RIRC promo code at any of the listed sponsors. We appreciate your business and we'll see you next week.